This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, an ADHD coach's method to help you get it. This is part of uh, uh, some of the shows that we're doing on uh, lessons learned through coaching that we're going to share. We'll get into the content in a minute. Uh, Before we do, uh, thanks to children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for their continued support because our show is being brought to you by them. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free copies of Attention Magazine. Um, To get yours, all you have to do is listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times through the show. Uh, Write that secret word down. Listen to another show. Listen for another secret word. Write that down. Send me an email with the two secret words. My email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. And when I get it, we will get you a PDF copy of the current uh, edition of Attention Magazine, and we will send you a PDF copy of the next one when it is published. Also, the 2020 Annual International Conference on ADHD is in uh, November 5th through the 7th. It has always been a uh, physical conference on location, but because of the COVID-19, many issues, it's actually going to be virtual this year. A little disappointed that uh, we won't have the uh, human interaction in the physical halls, but I believe they're getting some uh, software that's going to be kind of unique and different uh, so that we can make this as much as like a live event as possible. So, and there's no reason not to go at this point in time. Uh, To learn more, go to chadd.org. We have a little tip that we want to uh, run for you that Chad prepared, and then we'll get into the show. Staying focused and organized when you're working from home may be a problem for some people with ADHD. Consider managing yourself with a daily to-do list. Make sure you focus on specific actions you can take rather than vague ideas. For instance, send budget report to the boss or call Jim at 1 p.m. is likely to get done because all you have to do is read the item and you'll know what to do. For more tips and suggestions, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for uh, that tip and your support. For those that don't know, uh, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all our listeners to become members or to donate financially because uh, they're the ones that are on Capitol Hill uh, lobbying and trying to make sure that we get our fair share and working with uh, regulatory agencies um, to make sure that uh, definitions are right and we get the accommodations that we need so we can thrive. If you go to Chad's website, chadd.org, you can sign up to be a member or you can donate. Uh, you go there. There's a lot of great member benefits. So again, uh, we encourage you to uh, support Chad. Again, our topic tonight is an ADHD coach's methodology to help you get it. Again, we're this is kind of best practice in sharing some of the things that uh, I've learned as a coach to do so that give you some insights and some thoughts to think a little differently, maybe kind of spur some creativity. And so uh, with that, we've got a, uh, we've got Evie who has uh, joined us uh, to participate. Evie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me again, Jeff. Oh, I love having you on. Um, so one of the things that we've been doing on Attention Talk Radio is we've had lots of experts on, and one of the things that I've been doing now is just sharing a lot of lessons learned out there for the community, uh, things that I've learned as a coach, um, some insights that I've learned and, uh, kind of spur some thoughts and, uh, kind of a, more of a back, uh, behind the scenes kind of look at some things. And, um, and today 
there's a methodology that I use that I think it's interesting because uh, uh, well, actually, let me just ask Evie, do you, do you have a real good sense of for who you are and what makes you tick, like why you do what you do? I am learning more every day. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe. <laughs> How do you figure out who you are and what you do and what you're drawn to? Like, is it, how's the I, method from a methodology? How do you do that? I hired a coach. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found that when people ask me questions about what I liked doing and things that I was interested in, I found it really hard to answer those questions. So um, I sort of beat myself up about it for a while and then um, realized that I wasn't able to identify myself outside of I'm a mom or I'm whatever profession I was doing or random activity I was interspersed in. And I thought that that wasn't, that didn't feel too good. Mm -hmm. So then I just started looking for what, what out in the world could help me find me. Mm -hmm. And you're out there looking for data, right? Mm hmm. And yeah. And interest boards had no answers. Interest boards. No. Yeah. So no, Pinterest. Pinterest boards oh, okay. had no Pinterest answers. boards. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. nope. One of the things that I find is that in the world, we human beings are very appearance-based, and we have a tendency to judge things based off how they appear. Um, mm. It's it's funny because ADHD it's it's a little bit difficult, but it's, it's deficit of attention. So number one, deficit of attention is in the title, but people also judge things based off of that. So imagine you've got a kid in a math class, and um, the teacher's kind of droning on, and he glances down at the co- a cockroach running across the floor. The teacher might judge him as distracted. I might say, well, the kid's more curious about the cockroach. Um, and that the teacher's boring, but we, we begin to look at these things because it's a very appearance based. And if you sometimes look under the hood behind the scenes, you can see some things. And so one of the things that I find is um, often if a person plays tennis, let's say the pr- people think that their passion is tennis. Um, you think that's always the case? Mm-hmm. Is it really tennis or is it maybe something else? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I think, I think that the answer could be, Yes to both. Sometimes it is a passion and sometimes it is uh, like the actual game or maybe it's the um, physicality, so like a competition versus how you're exercising your body or um, Mm -hmm. the routine of it, the the structure of it. There's a whole bunch of different angles there. Yep, it is. Well, I'm going to share a methodology uh, that I use every day when people come, somebody comes to me first time, first thing they do is I sit down and I ask them, I say, you know, Evie, what, uh, what are your strengths? You know, what's your passion in life? What motivates you? What's truly most important to you? What are you most pleased and proud of having accomplished? Um, who do you admire? What do you consider yourself an expert in? As I ask those questions, what do you think I'm listening for? Those questions are pretty uh, terrifying. <laughs> uh, aren't they? 
Man. Aren't they? Yeah, those are those are pretty deep. It's interesting because Man. I do this all the time, and like I'll say, well, what are your strengths? And they'll go, well, I think I know what you're looking for, or whatever. They think I'm leading that question sometimes. Right. And it's interesting yeah. because what as I as I do this, it's funny because I'll I'll take notes uh, as people are are answering these questions, and then I get done and I dictate a stream of consciousness back to them. And it's funny because when it's over with, I tell them, I said, I'm not listening to the answers of the questions. I'm actually listening to what your answers all have in common with those questions. Mm. What do you think? What do you think of that? That's very insightful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it doesn't matter if you like, your most favorite thing in the world is lemon jello and, and and you're motivated by I don't even know something else that the actual answer the tangible part isn't necessarily the part that's going to forward you but there mm-hmm. could be some other undercurrent that's going to help you that that you're subconsciously you're not actually consciously aware of that's really the thing that's driving you through all of this that will help you get to whatever your next step is that you're struggling with. Interesting. I'm going to let you ponder that stuff. We're going to come to a break and come back, but everybody, again, what we're teeing up is the the focus of this show is at least my methodology to have you think of, uh, to help you get who you are, to kind of get yourself to understand yourself in a very like, almost like, What's the EV user manual type of a thing? So I'll let you guys kind of think about that as we go on a break. Our secret word tonight is method. Again, our secret word is method, and we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Do they act out in school? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be her greatest ally. Get your parenting questions answered live the first Monday of every month in a Facebook chat with former Attention Talk Radio host Caroline McGuire. She's the author of the upcoming book, Why Will No One Play With Me? Go to www.carolinemaguireauthor.com to learn more. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an EDGE Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and executive function challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are here with EV, and I'm basically sharing lessons that I've learned in the coaching world over a period of time, uh, talking to EV about it, sharing it with her, and uh, for you guys to think about out there in listening land. I do want to tell you that this is a methodology that I use, and this, I'm not saying this is perfect or whatever, um, but I find it to be interesting and quite effective. And Attention Talk Radio, we're all about paying attention to what you're paying attention to, and this is a tool, a lens that I, I look at to try to figure out what people are paying attention to, but not what it appears that they're paying attention to. It's like what's underneath it all. And so before the break, we were talking about a bunch of questions that I ask people on a regular basis, and they think I'm asking for those questions, and I'm really looking for what do all the answers have in common. So um, as I begin to listen to these types of things, Evie, any idea of some of the things that I might find that – people are all about like how some thread might be consistent among these anything any thoughts on that no (laughs) yeah how do you (laughs) here's the deal this is kind of funny because everybody's going to say oh my god i'm overwhelmed jeff there's like i can't imagine doing this and i have to tell you some of this is just relaxing and let it come to you. There's a little bit of intuition. You're looking at these patterns and, and, and you mirror it back. But i got to tell you, I'm just going to share with you some common themes that I find among people with ADHD. One of them is learning. That doesn't mean that you go to school all the time, but you have a satiable appetite for learning. And it's fascinating to me because if you have had – literally, I've had people come to me. They've got three master's degree, a bunch of certifications. They haven't held a job for more than 90 days, and they're going back to school to get another degree to get a – because they want to find a career that they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. They want to find a career that they're passionate about. It's funny because I go, well, what is your getting your degree in? Well, nursing. I go, well – it seems to me that you're passionate about learning. Once you learn to be a nurse, what are you going to learn on the job? And they go, well, there's lots of job opportunities. It's high paying. I go, well, I know, but if you look at your past, you seem to always have an insatiable appetite for learning. Once you learn it, when the learning's done, you're done. What do you think of that concept? Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. That, um it does- it's interesting because they're, the evidence is there. I mean, I got three master's degrees, certifications, blah, 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 but they don't do anything. But their, their passion, they might say, hey, I was passionate about psychology or I was passionate about nursing or whatever. It's interesting because they say they're passionate about those topics, but what, what's interesting is they're really passionate about learning. That might be underneath it, but they're looking at the topic, not the function of what they're doing. And so they get out there, and when they apply that, it doesn't really work, and they go on to the next thing. Interesting thought, huh? Yeah, it's like the passion for the puzzle. And once they figure out all the pieces, then the puzzle is done, and then you pack it up and put it away, find a new puzzle. There's uh, there's another one I find a common theme for people with ADHD is they like affirmation. They like attention. They like helping people. They like helping people. They like mentoring people. These people, their family is really important to them. It's really important that they're, you know, out there kind of uh, uh, solving problems where people are looking up to them. And it's really funny because they have a like an eclectic group of things that they do, but what's all in common is they like to be looked up to and they like to be noticed. So it's not so much the title of what they do. And it's funny because they'll argue is I like to help people. I like to help people. And I go, well, you know, you 
you help people for a reason. Oh, no, this is for them. I go, well, really, I think Mother – and again, everybody, we can agree to disagree, but Mother Teresa was amazing out there. And I would say she loved to be noticed, loved to be noticed. I mean, after all, she had the largest funeral on the planet, as I remember, when she passed away because she helped so many people and they looked up to her. So you can selfishly help people just so that you get affirmed for people notice you. It's actually a win-win situation, but it's interesting to me because I've coached a lot of people with ADHD, and they say they like to help people, but they like to help people to the extent that they get affirmation and they get noticed as a result of it. They're kind of addicted to it. What do you think of that? Yeah, that that resonates with me a lot. It's not a frame that I like to look at things from because it feels counterproductive to to what the – motivation draw seems to be and, and and is. I mean, that helping other people is absolutely part of the motivator, but having that reflection back on um, there's a reason why I'm engaging in these things too, and it's not just to hide in the background. I mean, from speaking from my yep. own experience, I really... I like, I feel more energy when someone notices, not that I'm doing it to be noticed in that, like, I hope someone notices this, but when I get that feedback, it it fills me up somehow. I get more energy from it. And when I am not, I feel, um, when I, like, go above and beyond time and time again, I start feeling drained. I start feeling taken advantage of or resentful. So I can see this is a very interesting um, line to walk down. Yeah, well, I can tell you myself, um, everybody, if you listen to anything you do, I did coaching practice. We excavate AHA daily. This radio show, we pay attention to attention. Same thing in the video. I'm all about AHAs. And I got to tell you, Evie, there's, it's like a drug for me to hear somebody, how do you say, Get an, the, hearing the silence of an aha, and everybody listen to me, the silence. Like you can sometimes you can mm. feel the energy when somebody it's kind of connecting. And when that happens, it's like a drug for me, and I can't stop paying attention to it. And everything I do is related to that. I love it when people have ahas. It's really more about me than it is about somebody that I'm coaching now. Hopefully they get something out of it. And this show is actually kind of interesting because I'm sharing you with this methodology that I have found to be very, very successful. And some of you are going to roll your eyes, blah, blah, blah. But some of you are like, oh, my God. It's interesting because I'm passionate about it. It's, it's, it there's been pieces of this in almost everything I've ever done in my entire life. I used to sell insurance and do – I was in the upstart world and blah, blah, blah. But it's funny. I can go back right now and I can say there's this line. Everything I've ever done was really kind of about this in one way, shape, or form. Another one that I find interesting with people with ADHD is they love to study behavior. What do you think of that? Mm, that's interesting. Oh, tell me so, more about behavior. This is interesting. So this is a true story. So I'm coaching this kid one time. Loves jazz. He's in crew. Um, likes fishing. Um, and liked um, computer games was... Uh, Minecraft or whatever. Now, Minecraft, everybody is a, is a also likes a lot, uh, a lot of the YouTube videos. Now, Minecraft is one of those things that it's a, a game. It's like CAD that you can see because of working memory issues. People, but anyway, I'm telling the story because I'm like I'm getting the 
I'm getting the rhythm of crew, and I'm getting the rhythm, the pattern of jazz. And there's some other things that are there, but I'm just not getting – I don't get the fishing thing. That doesn't make any sense to me because fishing's a boring type thing. And I'm working with this kid, and he was struggling one time about reading history. And literally because of the rhythm, at one point in time we experimented. He was having a hard time focused on reading like history in particular. And I said, well, let's try a – we got a metronome. And he listened to the metronome, and he, you know, basically it helped like 50%. He acknowledged it wasn't perfect, but it helped him. One day I'm talking to him. And he gets on the on the on the line, and I go, you know, somehow he talked about it. he's always wanted to be a marine bio- biologist, and I was like, what, a marine biologist? Yeah. And somewhere it kind of came out. I'm like, he liked to study stuff, and I said, wait a second, it's not fishing that he likes, it's catching that he likes. He likes to study the behavior of a fish, because if he can get that behavior down, then he catches the fish. And all of a sudden, I mirrored it back to the kid, and there was this huge rush, like, oh, my God, there's patterns in behavior, there's patterns in uh, jazz, there's patterns in crew, and it was all of a sudden, the firestorm kind of came in, and all these things that were out there all of a sudden began to make sense because of that. I've coached kids before where they're like, they play computer games all day, and I go, well, what games do you play? Some of them are playing the sports games, but the ones that are interesting, one that like Call of Duty and Ops, and I'll ask them, do you like poker or chess? And what's interesting about all those games that I just described is to win them, you have to outsmart your opponent, so you have to think of their behavior. And it's right. funny because parents will say, they just like computer games, like, no, let's look at the type of game that can give us some insight of, as to what's going on. Another um, one that I find is perspective. It's fin- these are these are relatively simple. When I've got somebody who loves um, uh, uh, politics, uh, news, these people also the ones that like travel. They like different cultures. And oddly enough, uh, psychology. And it's interesting to me. I think there's probably a disproportionate number of psychologists that have ADHD. I, everybody, I don't have the data to prove that, but it's amazing to me because when it gets to those types of things of perspective, and again, I'll be able to glean some of this because if you look up to somebody that's all about perspective and it's important to you that you did something with perspective and your passion is news, blah, 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 you can begin to see these threads. It's just starting to make a little bit of sense to you about if you're going to understand who you are, it's not the topic and the title, it's what permeates all these things. Thoughts? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because there's always a like a theme. You can it's talking about like behavior, looking for the patterns. I, I that's that's part of all of this too, is looking seeing Yeah, I I don't want to say patterns again, but I, I will. It's seeing the patterns. It's the okay. patterns or what's under <laughs> I'm gonna let everybody. I'm gonna let yeah. you guys ponder that. We're gonna go to a break real quick, and we'll come back and we'll, we'll kind of we'll polish this off a little bit. Again, the secret word tonight is method. Again, the secret word is method, and with right that will be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes... 
TimeTimer's bright red disc disappears. Visit TimeTimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more how an edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to Attention Talk Radio. We're here with Evie. She's kind enough to sit in and have me share a little bit of methodology that I use when I'm first starting coaching people to understand who they are, why they do what they do. Um, One of the things that I've learned, EV, is ADHD is an issue of self-regulation. And, and these things that I've discussed that I'm trying to understand about the person, the one thing that I've learned is if I can get it right, if I nail it, then usually I've found something that uh, they have a struggle with uh, self-regulating on. And it's interesting because it's not paying attention to this stuff. Their issue is they have a hard time not paying attention to it. They have a hot, not paying attention to it. Earlier I talked about those with ADHD that forge for information. They have an insatiable appetite to learn. They cannot not learn. Anything they do is about learning or teaching. It's funny. I was <clears throat> coaching a person that was uh, really all about learning, and it was funny because they had ADHD, and they had a, a young kid that was about three years old, and the kid was playing some uh, shoots and ladders or something, and they 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 felt bad because they wanted to play with their kid, but every time they got on the carpet to play shoots and ladders, they were struggling because it's a boring game. It's one a chance, and the kid kept changing the rules of the thing. And I said, listen, <laughs> you've got to find something that interests the two of you. And a week later, they said, well, you know, I was out um, teaching my daughter how to plant tomato plants. And I was I'm listening to them like, wow, this is really good. You spent some really good time with your wife and bubble. I mean, not your wife, but your daughter. And when he got, it got done, he goes, oh, I guess I was teaching or learning she was just playing in the mud. <laughs> and I go, yep, pretty much kind of funny. And it was funny in that, that moment. is like, I can't not do this. I'm like, I know. It goes back to people, ADHD is not an issue of deficit of tension. It's actually a self-regulation issue. And it's kind of funny how when you start to get these things, it's there. Another common one I find is moving, people that are always on the go. They have to be moving here, there, and yonder. These are the people that are home that are always – they're always doing something. Sometimes it's not the project that they're doing. It's the fact that they need to be moving constantly moving it doesn't really matter what they're doing but as long as they're darting back and forth all over the place so i'm I'm doing this stuff and this i I gotta think that this is probably a little bit unexpected for you because so often we are looking at the topic that something's that somebody's doing and thinking that's their interest but what i'm throwing out there is there's sometimes this thing that you that's not as clear it's the function that's going on that actually can define who you are so people get you and it's not as easy to see unless you realize you got to look in for the function thoughts on this yeah i really like this sort of looking for that undercurrent that pulls all the different facets and and aspects of you together that 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 feels a lot more um i don't know like accurate 
we're not just segments of a of a pie, even though we're made up of all the different little things that we get our our yep. fingers into. But but what what really ties that all together is us. So the the notion here is that um, it's really all about like. We, we're so accustomed to thinking of topic, and one of the things that I've learned is you kind of look at the function of what's kind of going on, and I'm hoping this is getting people a lens of maybe how to look at things differently. I will say, everybody, this might be a little bit overwhelming to you because you're like, where do you go and where do you begin? But I have to tell you, in my experience, I didn't have a map. I really just really had to listen and somewhat be intuitive and look at some functions. And I do want to share one example when I talk about function and title that I use a lot. I literally was coaching a couple one time on their dining room table because it was a mess, and I was asking them what was on it. And after a series of questions, of, I began to realize that mail and, like, groceries – not groceries, but, like, things like uh, toilet paper and stuff were on the table. And, like, I sarcastically said, where are you going to put your sorting table? Uh, and they said, what do you mean? I said, where are you going to put your sorting table? I said, we don't need a sorting table. I said, yeah, you do. Everything that's on that table has been brought into the house and is waiting to be sorted to go to the rest of the house. Now, I have a little bit of insight. My mom had always said when you walk into a house, the closest flat surface gets – gets you just a dump on it, and, the, and the, the door they came into is really close to it, which is just an insight that I had. But it was funny because as I began to say it, it's – and you might call it a dining room table all you want, but if you look at it functionally, it's a sorting table. It was funny because they were stone cold silent for like a minute, and then they changed the name of the table of the sorting table and declared that it was working perfectly. Um, but you can begin to notice as we get we get lost sometimes because we're looking at the title and we have to look at the function of it, which is a lot of what this is all about. And I realize everybody, this might be a little bit intimidating to you, but as I say, if the obvious solution isn't working, there's a good chance you're paying attention to the wrong thing. And I think a lot of times people are looking at trying to understand who they are by the the title or the topic that's kind of going on. And if it's really not coming together for you, you might be paying attention to the wrong thing. And I invite you to begin to open your mind and say what's in common with everything. That I do because I've learned this. People with ADHD, uh, they can pay attention to certain things, and if they can identify what everything they do have in common, you might be surprised at what you find. So, what I hope today is that Evie, this has been a little bit enlightening and will stimulate your mind to look at things in a little bit different way. Takeaways? Yeah, this has been really fascinating to sort of start that sort of perspective shift and where where themes are showing up in this function area. It's a, it's a nice lens to have. It is. It is a nice lens. It's a fun lens. And if you if you use it, and again, everybody, if you try too hard, it won't come to you. Kind of like you have to let the world come to you on this. But if you kind of go, hmm, I wonder, it's amazing what can happen. So, uh <clears throat> If you are listening to this and you have any thoughts or are curious, I would be interested to send me an email at attention at attentiontalkradio.com. And with that, Evie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Everyone, we hope that uh, we hope we gave you pause to think today, look at the world a little bit differently, and pay attention that uh, what you're paying attention to might not be as obvious as you think. With that, we hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care. <laughs>